Hi, I'm Val Hart in San Antonio, Texas, founder of Val Hart and Friends at ValHart.com. Welcome to The Real Dr. Doolittle Show, the show for animals and the people who love them. I've been called a real-life Dr. Doolittle many times in my career as an expert animal communicator, behaviorist, pet psychic, and master healer. My mission and passion is to improve the lives of animals the world over by helping humans learn how to speak their language, how to understand their viewpoints, and heal. After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at valhart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system available now on my website at valhart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Robin Mackay. She's a fellow animal lover and a Jinshin Jitsu practitioner who works with people and their animals. She's also a retired registered nurse whose career spanned from direct nursing care and critical care, then management and critical care, emergency, medicine, and long-term care, ending with teaching at a nursing school. But in 2001, she took a turn in her journey to discover the balance of mind, body, and spirit. And along the way, she was introduced to Jinshin Jitsu and the ancient healing art that balances the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of all living beings. The more she practiced on herself and others, the more she realized that this balance is what allows us to be able to handle or deal with what our modern life throws at us. And as a lover of animals, she's been practicing on dogs and cats for five years and in the past year has added horses to her practice. She says the results have been quite dynamic in many cases, and she's recently spread her practice from Canada to the USA. She practices both hands-on work as well as teaching self-help and animal jinshin jitsu. Her company is Energy Effects, that is Energy E-F-F-E-C-T-S, her website is energyeffects.ca. Welcome, Robin. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really delighted to talk to you about Jinshin Jitsu, and I have to share with our audience before we jump in too much, too much further, is that I actually discovered Jinshin Jitsu when I was recovering from Lyme disease uh, many years ago, and I have found it to be an awesome healing modality that really helped me recover a lot. And so I'm really happy to hear what you have to tell us today. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad that you've actually experienced the magic of Jin Chin Jitsu. It is pretty magical. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so we're going to be talking about focusing on Jin Chin Jitsu for animals. We're going to talk about the importance of the owner practicing it on, on themselves before the animal, talking about energy and how we pass our tensions on and and how to release tension and all of that. Um, but before we get too much farther into it, Robin, could you tell us something that's kind of funny or maybe maybe potentially embarrassing about you so we can get to know you a little better? Oh, sure. I have one or two of those. Uh, <laughs> only one or two? Only one or two. <laughs> I've been lucky there. You've been lucky. When uh, I first started working with animals with Jin Shin Jitsu, a friend of mine had a chocolate lab who was a bit older and had suddenly developed seizures, the veterinarian was unable to come up with a cause for the seizures, and she asked me to come out and work with her dog. And it was one of the first animals outside of my own that I'd actually worked with. Mm -hmm. This was a beautiful chocolate lab. And when I went out there and started to work on this dog, she went into another room for a while and wasn't with us. Mm -hmm. And uh, this dog began to have what I thought was a bronchial spasm, like a lot of dogs will get where they sound like they're choking. Oh, wow. um, Small dogs get it a lot. It's kind of a... Uh uh However, Uh uh, in Jin Jitsu, a lot of the um, things that we hang on to are released through the breath. And he began to have this uh, bronchial spasm, the most severe that I've 
seen in animals. Wow. And it lasted for longer, seemed like eternity, mm-hmm. but probably oh. for two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, I've killed her dog. <laughs> However, he uh-huh. when he was finished, he just sat next to me. He didn't leave. He wouldn't go anywhere. When uh-huh. she came back in the room, I told her about it, and she said he's had a problem with breathing like that off and on, but just for short spurts mm. in his life. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he never had another aspect of that. Wow. So I know that he was able to actually release. Wow. And he taught me a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, what an experience. And so you're there, you know, with your open heart and, you know, offering assistance. <laughs> I can so relate. And and then things go kind of crazy, not according to plan, or at least our plan. That's um, right. But, you know, and you, I thought, what a way yeah. to start killing a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad it turned out not as you were worried, uh, but as you were afraid of. But uh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Good. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. So um so let's hear a little bit more about Jinshin Jitsu. Can you tell us a little bit more about what it actually is? Well, Jinshin Jitsu is an ancient healing art uh credited to the Japanese because the study of it, the practice of it was written down and stored in the archives in Japan. Okay. It is known to be at least 2000 years old, if not older. Wow. Wow. Yes, and it was redis- it was handed down by mouth and by practice for many, many years, mm-hmm. then recorded by someone and stored in the archives in Japan, okay. was rediscovered in the early 1900s by uh, a Japanese man, uh, Master Jirai, who used the practice of the handholds and meditation and fasting to save his life when he was wow. diagnosed with a terminal illness. Wow. It saved his life. Long story short, it saved his life, and he promised that he would research it and study it. And he spent over 50 years of his life studying it through hands-on means with people Mm. to see what would help Mm -hmm. um, them to heal. Wow. Then he taught it to a woman named Mary Burmeister, who was a Mm Japanese-American, who set up the home office in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it is now taught all around the world. And I discovered it in about 2004 Mm -hmm. and have been working on friends and families and practicing it and then started my own personal practice in 2007. Wow. Awesome. It works by... Opening blockages that we get in our energy pathways or energy field that are brought on just by daily living in addition to possibly traumas. Mm -hmm. It's things that we hang on to, which we tend to do, emotional, mental, uh, physical kinds of things, and those accumulations lead to blockages. And through Jin Chin Jitsu's touch therapy, it helps to open those blockages and helps people let go of what they've been hanging on to. So we can actually let go of things like memories, illnesses, emotions, muscle soreness, um, other kinds of of things that we may not have been able to let go of, even if we wanted to, haven't been able to. Right. So when we harmonize and balance the energy flow, um, that helps us clear that exactly awesome. and this okay. is a very gentle art mm-hmm. and so it's only a little bit at a time and it's very important um, to do it on a regular basis because it has a, a powerful cumulative effect mm-hmm. okay okay oh i love that yeah. okay so so we've talked about what leads to energy blockages um and how jinshin jitsu can help change that um, can you tell us a little bit more about where those things come from and what we can do in our own self? Is there something that the we can causes, do? causes, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some are attitudes that we can, that attitudes, attitudes okay. can be um, a cause of a lot of illnesses. With yeah. Jin Jitsu, we, we tend to make that uh, five different attitudes, oh. including worry, fear, frustration or anger, grief or sadness, and what we call trying to or pretense. Oh. And those mean 
Fear is basically the basis of everything. Fear uh, is an acronym for false evidence appearing real. And worry is fear of something bad happening. Yeah. Uh, anger is fear that others will not live up to your expectations. Grief is fear of loss. And trying to is really fear that you will not live up to others' expectations, including your own. And having those attitudes can lead to imbalances in our energy field so that we cannot, we don't cope as well with what comes at us. Stressors, okay. experiences, traumas, things like that leading to illnesses. Oh, wow. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, go ahead. Well, and that happens with animals because I think as much as we love our animals, we don't always remember that they are an integral part of our family as a herd animal or a yeah. pack animal, and they're very affected by what affects us. Could you tell us a story to illustrate the point so we can better understand it? Um, well, in the dog that I mentioned uh, with the seizures, yeah, his family, his uh, owner's oldest son, who was 20 at the time, had been killed in a traumatic car crash. Ugh. Oh, Lord. Okay. And when I went to her home to treat him, when you walked in, it's a home that you walk right into the living room, and there was a wall uh, that was an altar to her son and had been oh. there for a year. Wow. Okay. Very impactful when I walked in. And I think that even though she loved her dog and she spent time with her dog and she mm-hmm. ran with her dog mm-hmm. and didn't mm-hmm. want to lose her dog, yeah. the impact that he's lost uh, a member of the family, that he suffers with the grief that she and her other son experience yes. and that presence in the home. So... After talking to her, letting her think about it, um, and through a series of other things, she ended up making this a smaller, uh, not-so-prevalent corner of the room Mm -hmm. and spent more time with her dog and trying to communicate with him as well as working Ah. on him with Jin Shin Jitsu. Ah. And I believe that's truly what healed this dog. That makes a lot of sense. Then to see the difference... When I first met her dog, he he would run, but he he didn't have a shiny coat. He was a little bit overweight. And after she worked with him for probably a couple of months, mm-hmm. uh, she brought him over to my house, and I had a little tiny new to us terrier. Mm-hmm. And he's a, and her dog, Big Chocolate Lab. <laughs> he came in. He had slimmed down. His coat was beautiful and shiny. Oh, wow. And my little temptress ran around the house and tempted him <laughs> down the stairs, jumped on the bed. You know, she thought he was playing, and I think he wanted her. <laughs> uh, and that to show how changing that environment, that emotional yeah. environment, yeah. help that dog. I get it. Yeah. You know, grief, I think we grieve so heavily and it becomes a chronic grief, a sadness that we carry, you know, that affects our life force, our energy, everything we do. Yes. And everyone we touch, and that's uh, people as well as our animals. And, you know, our animals touch us at a very deep level. They, they're connected to our heart. And they, I call it the human-animal body-mind connection. It's where they reflect and mirror us. They're trying to help us, and they're merged with us so dramatically with energy, you know, the energy, the conscious yes. matrix energy of the family. So what happens is when we carry that kind of emotion in us, then they, they carry it too. Yes. And I think you're right. Uh, we tend to forget uh, that they are very affected by us, their caretakers. Yeah, um, and they want to help us, and that's partly how they try to help us. Yes. And it can kill them. Oh, well, um, it can kill them. Killing us uh, in a lot of ways, and it can certainly kill them. So. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great story. Really, very helpful. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, do you have any other examples of how it's helped people and their animals? Well, I'm just thinking. Uh, one of the first horses that I worked on last year is another colleague of mine who uh, lives out in the country here, and she has four different horses. And the one she asked me to come work on had uh, some pain in his back leg. Okay. And so I went out, and she was very worried about him. She's very 
very fond of her entourage mm-hmm. of animals. She has do- dogs and horses. Mm-hmm. So when I went out, um, she brought all four horses in, put them each in their own corral, was t- tying them up and haltering and explaining about this horse and his pain. And usually the first place I go is to their face. Okay. And so while she's doing all that, I'm just standing with the horse and touching just above his eyes, which in Jin Shin Jitsu is uh, safety energy lock 20. Okay. And uh, it's just above your eyebrows on you. And then we started working on the horse. I showed her some methods that she could use uh, where we both touched the horse. I touched up around his shoulder and okay. held her hand, and she reached down to his opposite knee on the other side. And we held there until he kind of, horses will tell you when they're done. They don't Mm -hmm. need as much as humans do. Mm -hmm. And she's very worried about him, and she's talking about him, about him more than to him while we were doing this. Mm -hmm. And then when he kind of gave the sign that he was finished, I went up, and there's two points, the base of the cheekbone of all beings, ourselves included. So I went and I just touched him there, and she's, fussing around his hind end, talking again about him and that his previous owner had beaten him around the face and he didn't like his face touched and and he had some scarring and I could see his scarring and I just was touching this point and he was leaning into <laughs> my hands and she's not looking at all mm-hmm. she's j- and she's not talking to him and I'm mm-hmm. not either, I'm just holding these points and his head's getting lower and he's totally relaxing <laughs> and he's leaning in and all of a sudden, and she's telling me over and over how he doesn't like his face touched, and all of a sudden <laughs> I hear explicatory, <laughs> oh, my gosh, uh, that's a frigging miracle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it has changed how she touches his face. Awesome. Because he would push her away, yes. she, you know, she was gentle around him, she, you know, when she put a halter or bridle on him, she was very careful with him, mm-hmm. but she didn't do any of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a few days later when I said to her, what has changed? What do you see that's different? And this is only one session this horse had. And she mm-hmm. said, I can't put my finger on it, but he is different. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so it can be very simple like that. It's just like our relationships with people. If something occurs, you keep it in your memory, and then you keep that person in that picture yeah. no matter what happens, no matter what changes. And we do that with our animals, too. Right. Yeah. Yes, we do. Mm. Oh, so this like can that. change the okay. bond uh-huh. and the way the two interact between each other, the owner and the animal. Okay. Okay. Um that makes a lot of sense. Um, so what other kinds of issues does Jin Shin Jitsu help with? Uh, in other well, words, why would we want to do it, uh, and when would we know that we needed to do it? Well, my personal belief is that we need to do it. We have <laughs> things in ourselves, things in our pets that are so commonplace we just accept them, Okay. whether it's a pain, whether it's a behavior, whether it's a fear okay. or discomfort. Okay. Because how it works is that it balances those aspects of us, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional, that get out of whack when we get blockages. And our bodies then are not able to combat just day-to-day kinds of things as easily. So it works by rebalancing and then harmonizing all those aspects. And then we, or our pets, then we are able to do the work we need to do to bring about healing, and that can be physical. So it can be blood pressure, it can be kidney issues, it can be skin issues, it can be limps, it can be pain. Uh, I've heard, I haven't seen yet, uh, it puts um, joints back into the correct position. Wow. Uh, It definitely eliminates pain, it can reduce fear, it eliminates anxiety. And I guess the best example, if I can use a human, is a woman that I worked on with what we call an intensive, where I did 10 um, visits with her in 14 days. Okay. 
This is a 40-year-old woman I met through a meditation class. And when she's on my table, we focus on what's the current issue, not what happened 100 years ago, but what's bugging mm-hmm. right now. Right, what's so nail? Mm-hmm. And she came because she had been born with a bowel problem, and the physicians wanted to take her colon out. And mm, so she God. said, I want to try this first. Uh, okay. So during the period of time, I found out that while she was in meditation, she had some little tumors in between her fingers uh-huh. that she was scheduled to have removed. But when she started meditating, they shrank. Oh, wow. She went to the physician during that two-week time. They couldn't find the tumors. Wow. I know. Um, when... She was on the table. I found out that she had gallstones and mm. kidney stones. Yeah. She had her colon problem, and the plan was to remove her colon and then do what they call lysis of adhesions to help um, scar around her small intestine from previous surgery. Oh, and they were going to do an ostomy because they felt her tissue would not be healthy enough to heal right away if she continued to use her colon mm. or that part of her bowel. She also had had a fracture of her lower leg where she had a plate and uh, six pens and six screws in there. And she Mm. said, I had a permanent bruise over one of the pens, and that went away during the two weeks. Wow. After her two weeks, she had another MRI in preparation for her surgery. Her gallstones and her kidney stones were gone. Wow. Uh, she told me in her testimonial, she, I have people write things down as we go through this, and at the end of it she mm-hmm. said, I am now back in touch with my inner self, mm. and I am now in control of my health instead of my health being in control of me. Wow. All in 14 awesome. days. Awesome story. Thank you. Ooh. You're welcome. Wow. That's so powerful. similar things can happen with animals, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and because a lot of people don't want regular treatments from me, th- I teach them to work on their pets, and okay. they see things happening uh, over periods of time with their animal okay. spirit, mm-hmm. as well as their physical needs, and sometimes they see things that they didn't that change, that they didn't really think about being there. Yeah. Right, right. Sometimes we get clouded by something that seems more important. We didn't even have time to notice it or forgot about it. Right. right. And yeah, so so okay. I believe we should start today and don't wait for them to be ill and don't wait for you to be ill. Right. But get yourself into balance now. Okay. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. So, Robin, can you give us some tips or pointers pointers to get us started? Are there... Well, there's a a couple of very generalized holds that I feel work very well on the animals that I've worked on. Uh, Describe the term holds. I'm not sure our listeners may understand that. Okay. In Jin Shin Jitsu, we work on particular parts of the pathway of the energy when we work on people or animals. This is a touch therapy, and if you think about your hands being jumper cables, you're touching between two points and helping to open the energy between those two points, and we call those a hold. Okay. Okay? So a hold there, would be two two points that you're connecting with your hands right. uh, to open the energy gateway between those two points. Got it. Right. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. So, so we have um, full, like, long holds that can take an hour that you w- move through... Um, a progression of holds down a pathway. When I work with animals, I find more often than not, I use what we call a quickie, which is maybe one hold or maybe uh, two or three steps in a particular pathway. They're okay. all quickies. Okay. What I have seen when you first begin to work with an animal, you need to establish a relationship and some trust. Yes. You can work... From either side, if you work from the left side, you're helping things that happened in the past for them. And so one of the first holds recommended is to put your, if you're standing on the left side of the animal, put your left hand in the center of their chest at about the level of the third rib. 
and directly above that, in between what the shoulder blades on their back, or on a horse that would be the withers, uh-huh. you put your hand up there on that part. So basically, your whole, we nickname this the heart hold. You basically uh-huh. have the heart right in between. On you, on a human, it's just the same. You would go right uh, on the spine, halfway up between the top and the bottom of the shoulder blades, okay. right on the spine, and then directly below um, and about the third rib and just hold that area. So those are both, so your left hand is on the third rib, is standing on the left side of the animal. Right. Your left hand goes on the third rib, and tell me again exactly where that is. So that's uh, right on the sternum. You would on come down like okay. on the human. Your okay. collarbone covers the first rib. And right. Feel down the second and the third rib and touch Got right it. on that area of the sternum. Got it. And then the right hand is on the other side of the body, basically over the withers or between the shoulder blades. Right. Right. Is that it? And that's it. That, ah, ooh, that's okay. what we call the heart hold. It's an okay. introductory hold for animals to give them an okay. opportunity to develop a trust with you. Okay. And sometimes that's all you ever need to do. Wow. Um, it's really amazing. The other one that I try and teach people that I find very, very easy on dogs is that you would hold... It's going to be hard to describe, but uh, mm-hmm. where a dog's elbow would be on their front leg is below the body. I don't have, it's hard to describe, below the body, but at the first joint as you move down the arm. Dogs, mm-hmm. cats, and horses' arms are a little bit different. Right. But you would hold, uh, just hold the area of the elbow on the inside, so the front of the body, and with your opposite hand, go to the inside of the knee in the back on the opposite leg. So, for example, if you had the left elbow, uh-huh. okay. um, you can just put your fingertips at the beginning of it. You'll feel that it's the inside of the elbow. You can kind of feel the back of the elbow. I usually hang on to both just mm-hmm. because of ease. Mm-hmm. And then you reach underneath to the opposite leg at the back and touch just the inside of the knee. Okay. That makes can you picture that? Mhm. I believe I can. So so does it matter which side of the body you're standing on? Well, uh the nice thing about Jin Chin Jitsu is we try not to ergonomically muck you up. So if you're standing <laughs> Thank you. I find like dogs and cats are the easiest because they tend to be smaller. Yeah. So frequently <laughs> I will have a dog sitting and I'll be uh, almost behind them, hanging on to the left Mm-hmm. Uh, elbow and the right knee, okay, or the opposite sides, and okay. it's you can make it so it's comfortable for you, okay. And you can't do anything wrong, okay. Okay, well, and so I, you could do either side. That okay. is a that's a quickie where there's a lot of the pathways that go through those two particular points. Oh, okay. So it helps in numerous numerous ways. Okay. So how much pressure are we talking about? Just a touch. Just a touch. You don't need any deep pressure. You just need to touch. Okay, so it's not a massage stroke. It's not a deep, it's not a tapping, contact touch. You just hold the spot. And people will ask how long you do this. Yes, that's correct. My next question. Okay, that's the first (laughs) thing they say. And because this is gentle and cumulative, Sometimes the animal or the person will only let you touch for a minute. Yes. Sometimes you get interrupted. So if you're, I'll work on my dog. Usually in the morning is when she'll let me do it when we first wake <laughs> up. Um, but um, other animals you could work on while you're watching TV in the evening where you're just oh. touching them. Oh, so, and okay. When a human experiences energy opening, sometimes you get funny feelings. It can be... You can actually feel it move. How might feel in your body, or a pain, or an itching, or a jerky motion, all kinds of things. Which, when your animal feels, it's kind of hard to say. Oh, it's just the energy opening up. (laughs) They don't. They don't listen. So frequently, (laughs) they will get up and walk away, and then come back. Okay. Okay. They know. 
it's helping them, even if they don't understand exactly what the feeling is. So I never force myself on an animal. Okay. I understand and have experienced that sometimes I work a lot with SPCA animals. Okay. And sometimes they're in they're still in that scary environment. I'm yes. a stranger to them. Yes. And they uh will respond if I just sit and actually work on myself, they get the ripple effect of that energy and oh. eventually will come over. But even if that's the beginning, just the effect of my energy as I work on me, on them. And the next visit, maybe I can touch them. And the next visit, Ah. maybe I can hold it a bit longer. Okay, okay. I got that. So with your own animals, Mm -hmm. they don't have, hopefully they don't have fear of you. And and so it won't be as, as challenging. The longest, the initial visit I've ever had was a woman's cat who was having back spasms. Okay. And that cat, you don't work on them longer than an hour. Okay. And this cat let me work on him a a full hour. Wow. I know. I was amazed. (laughs) Wow. I haven't had, uh, you know, usually I have to have an animal accustomed to me before they'll let me work that long. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Well, and it's it's funny, you know, what I found, in fact, one of the ways that I got started working professionally as an animal communicator is that we were working with health issues, you know, similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we found is that when we added the communication piece to it so that we could explain to our animals what we were offering them and why, how it would feel, we could stay connected and hear them if they had a question you know, and answer that, and yeah. and uh, or a concern. You know, like like if you're working with a person and they say, "Ooh, that I've got an itch," you yep. could reassure them and say, "It's okay, breathe, and it'll pass in just a moment." You know, or tell me if it gets worse, or you know, whatever. You can work with it, and it's yep. the same thing with our animals. So what I find is that when we actually know how to talk to them, um, that then they can, if they have a question, they can ask you, but then they can also help guide you. Or give you feedback, or or even some direction, and say, you know, um, you know, this feels pretty good, but uh, you know, maybe they might draw our attention to another area, which would tell us maybe we need a different hold, you know, exactly. or, or something. So be be flexible with that. So that that's really interesting. You said that. I I find a lot of animals, you know, they trust should be earned. Yeah. You know, it, it's earned, and when we work with them, I find that. If we earn their trust by really connecting and communicating, you know, at the heart and the mind level as well as energetically, um, then they know us at a deeper level and they're more willing to trust us. Yes. Um, more quickly, you know, than and the normal process. And it's an amazing process. experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. It well, is. I'm hoping okay. I've 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 ordered your CD, so I'm hoping oh, that, good. that helps me in doing this. <laughs> me too. I know. I'll be delighted to hear your feedback. And um, I've also learned, I mm-hmm. recently, last year, took a multi-species okay. class at Best Friends in Utah. Awesome. Okay. And learned there that animals will present the body part they want you to work on. Yes, they will. So yeah. it's yeah. really, really amazing. Yeah. I mean, they're delighted to cooperate as long as they know what the game is. You mm-hmm. know, there's some ground rules and some boundaries, and they feel respected and heard, Right. Um, exactly. And then they're like, you know, um, let me get in your lap and, you know, you're yeah. my new BFF, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story. What's the difference? Tell me. Tell me. I love stories. When I was at this course, it was taught by Adele Lees, who is the author of the Jin Shin Jitsu animal book. Okay. And in the course, you practice on yourself and then an animal. We did cats and then yourself and then a dog and then yourself and then a horse. Okay. Okay. So the dog that she brought is a demo dog for mm. us to see how to work on a dog. Okay. Was um, a very damaged, very abused um, pit bull. Okay. And she had Adele had been there for a few days ahead and been working on this dog and said, he's just a wiggle, squirmy, happy dog. <laughs> so Annie came and the class was 20 people and uh, very quietly she had said, you know, don't look in his eyes, but a lot of people were moving around and mm-hmm. unfamiliar with animals, and and yeah. someone made direct eye contact with this dog, yeah. and he freaked. Uh, 
he oh, yeah. jumped up. I didn't know this. He expelled his uh, glands, mm. shot them across the room. Oh, totally freaked. Oh, so we all went outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sat down with him, and we tried to look and not look at the dog. <laughs> yeah. And within 20 minutes, this dog had laid down, was breathing normally, was totally relaxed, looking around the group of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from just being touched in mm-hmm. yes. Jiu 20 minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's a good story. Oh, it's amazing to see. Yeah. To see the change and the difference. Yeah. Yes. So um, does Jinshin Jitsu also help animals when they're in their end of life, when they're making transition, that kind oh, of yes. thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just as, just as it does for humans. Our bodies, our physical bodies, were not meant to live forever. Yeah. And unfortunately, there does come a time that we have to let them go. Yeah. Many creatures, uh, and so in that I include humans as well as animals, Uh, We have fears. We're afraid of letting go. Depending on the cause of our death, we may have pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jin Chin Jitsu helps to reduce the pain, to reduce the fear and anxiety, and actually you can help them to let go of whatever is keeping them here. Okay. So that they they are able to pass in, in as much peace and as much comfort as possible. Yeah. And it's a gift to be able to do that. I call that death with dignity. Yes. You know, and as so a nurse, I've, I'm, I've seen a lot of death without dignity, and it's yeah. very, very important thing for me. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. So what has Jin Shin Jitsu done for you personally? Well, it's interesting. I found it when I, um, I had very, very busy, hectic... Uh, work environment okay. that I was in. Mm-hmm. I was in my previous marriage that I didn't have help and support at home. Okay. And when I uh, went through divorce and changed job, I decided it was time to change everything, and I went mm-hmm. on a different j- jag on my journey. Okay. And during that, I discovered Jin Chen Jitsu and took a class. Now, ah, okay. if you had seen me physically, mm-hmm. I had kyphosis and scoliosis, which is the curvature of the spine. Yes. I was in orthotics. I had certain parts around my rib cage, different places that pain would come and go, but I I had trouble getting rid of it when it was there. It was just a constant, big irritation because it was quite painful. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you go to learn how to facilitate Jinshin Jitsu on other people, it's not a self-help, it's a mm-hmm. five-day course, and the beginners, it's a lifetime study, so there's a lot of people who are mm-hmm. have been there for a while. Yeah. And the beginners, they do a body reading, and they show how energy can pull and tug and change. You know, when you have a blockage, it mm-hmm. tends to bend your body in certain positions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I got to be an example. And oh. they pointed out all the crooks and crannies and bends and all those kinds of things. Okay. And then... All the students came, and not all, but as many as could fit around me laying down on a massage table, they did holds all over my body. Wow. And the teacher actually said to me, you need to let go of your family. Well, I'm in a room full of 35 strangers, and I wasn't going to say what does that mean. <laughs> and, uh, and so yeah. that night, it was interesting for me, every hour I would have a dream of someone who would come and say goodbye to me. Wow. And then I wake up Ooh. and I go back to sleep and someone else would come. And in my family, on my mother's side, the stories are so strong that I was very connected to people who I'd never met who were dead, dead before I yeah. was born. Wow. And uh, the next morning my posture was straighter, my back was straighter. Uh, okay. I have since come out of orthotics. My toes are straight. They used to be kind of hammer toes. Mm-hmm. Um, my back is... Not quite fully straight, but better than it has been. And my whole attitude about life has uh, progressively changed to understanding that we're each here on our own journey and I should not judge anybody else for their journey. And the same is with the animals. And I've even come to, no matter how horrendous a person's 
behavior maybe, mm-hmm. so whether that's abusive of other people or animals, yeah. I I have come to be able to forgive them. Uh, wow. Maybe not right away. It takes you know, time. Some of the time. things yeah. that you see are pretty awful, especially to animals, yeah. but I do recognize that it is part of their journey. And who am I to judge that? It yeah. doesn't mean I forgive that I forget what they've done or any no. of that kind of thing. But no. that's been a huge thing for me. So I've had right. physical, emotional, mental and even spiritual changes for me personally. Mm. Whew. Oh, what a powerful story. It it reminds me there's a saying that says I think it's a Buddha saying that um uh when we're angry or don't want to forgive someone, it's like holding a hot potato. The only one that gets burned is us. Well, that's very true. Yeah, so. I think so. We, it's hard to see at the time, and I've tried it to is, teach yes. that to it's hard, other yeah. people who cannot forgive yeah. when it's something involving what I would say torture, and that's what some people do now. Right, right. Awesome. Whew. Okay, so are there is there anything else that you need to share with us or that's on your heart or mind? Um, well, I I really, really, really encourage people to spend their money on learning how to help their animals stay healthy in their mind, body, and spirit yeah. more than um, sunglasses and jackets and sweaters and Halloween outfits and things for their animals. <laughs> Those are fun, yeah. but they're fun for us. They're not really that much fun for exactly. <laughs> And, you know, if you yeah. really love your animal, it's lovely to have them be cute, yeah. but it's better to have them be balanced and healthy. Way better. And way, that's way what better. I Good really, point. really would encourage mm-hmm. people to think about okay. um in the in how much they love their animal. I am so glad you said that. That makes so much sense to me. You know, I see so many people. You know, they they're fussing with money. They're spending it um, very oddly. You know, the money they have, they spend oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, they spend spend on frivolous things that make no difference whatsoever. Um, but then they don't really put it where it could do the best use to bring the most joy and happiness and balance and health and, you know, long-term quality of life, um, the things that really matter to the heart, you know. Yes, so, and yeah. I have found with working with animals with Jin Chin Jitsu, there's mm-hmm. an initial cost mm-hmm. to pay someone to show you how to do it, to yes. purchase the book. Yeah. And then the cost is your time, spending yeah. it with your animal. If you're going to groom your animal, then... Take some time where you just hold them in Jen Shin Jitsu places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and I love then, that. You know, all of that. You're still you're spending your time with them. Make it productive, yes. and you don't have to continue to pay. You learn right. how to right. do it, and it's simple to learn how to do for okay. animals. Okay, okay. So it's simple to learn, so anyone can learn it. Anyone can learn it. Okay, so you can learn it strictly from the book, but it's better to learn it, I think, in a group. Yeah. In a course, because you learn you you learn how important it is to practice on yourself, so that when you're tense, you're not, mm-hmm. t- you know, working on the animal and passing tension into them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, Critical. it helps you too. Yeah. And it helps your bond, and both of you will be healthier for it. Beautifully said. So, what should people do? So, hopefully, the, everyone listening, hopefully, our listener is now encouraged and. Wanting to know more, what would you tell them to do next? Well, if you're in Canada or if you want to come to Canada, mm-hmm. we have a couple of classes coming up in June. Okay. Uh, we're very honored that Adele Lees, who wrote the book, is coming for these classes. She's awesome. going to, in June the 11th and 12th, she will be in Calgary, Alberta, okay. doing a horse and owner class. Okay. You can get information on my website, energyeffects.ca. Okay. She's going to stay a couple extra days and come to Red Deer, Alberta, which is about an hour to an hour and a half north of Calgary. Okay. And she's going to do a one-day dog and owner class at our local SPCA. Mm, cool. Okay. That's also on my website, energyeffects.ca. Okay. And just for our listeners, in case you're listening to this and it's um, the dates are June the 9th. Um, in Red Deer. In Red Deer, Alberta. 
um, and then also June 11th and 12th at a time frame in Calgary, Calgary in Alberta Alberta and Canada, Um, and that's the year 2011. So if you missed that, don't despair. Uh, go to um, go to Robin's website or contact her and find out you know what's next. I'm, I'm sure there will be more. Um, so what else? What else can they do? They can purchase the book. Ah, get the book. Uh, and you can order book. that actually through Adele Lee's, who is in Florida. And what's the title of it, Robin? It's called Jin Chin Jitsu for You and Your Animal Companion. Okay. It runs uh, the book itself. You can order from Adele's website. Um, I can't think of her website right now, but you can Google. <laughs> you can okay. Google Jin Chin Jitsu for Animals, and okay. you'll get her website. That'll work. You can and order the Adele... book directly from her. It's twenty-five dollars in the U.S. Okay. It's Thirty-five dollars in Canada. Okay, and it's Adele A D E L E. Yes, Lees L E A S. L-E-A-S, got it. Yes. Okay, thank you. What I've learned about Adele is before uh, before Adele, people practiced Jin Shin Jitsu on their own animals. Yeah. No one had pulled it together to be able to teach. So uh-huh. she has, uh, in conjunction with other practitioners, come up with um, what I would call maps of the location of the places Ooh, on Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Very then useful. Mm-hmm. she teaches the classes and has taught and mentored many of us around the world okay. to be able to do that with animals also. So okay. Okay. Go, you don't have to wait for Adele. You can have me, and I'd be happy to come and teach classes. Great. So if the, if people can't get to Canada mm-hmm. um, or something like that, are there other practitioners uh, or teachers uh, just to have them search for someone in their area? Yes, you can okay. Google that. You can okay. also contact Jin Shin Jitsu Home Office in Scottsdale, which is oh, okay. JSJ Inc. or JSJINC okay. dot net. Okay. They have a list of practitioners within the U.S. and then many in other countries who practice on humans or animals. They're is a Jin Shin Jitsu page on Facebook for Jin Shin Jitsu animal practitioners. Okay, okay, perfect. And Ooh, a new group that just started on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. And that's Ooh. just only been up for maybe a week or two, people okay. discussing what works and what doesn't work in Jin Shin Jitsu. Okay, I love that. Good information, Robin. Thank you so much. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to leave us with before we close Well, one it thing here? is I want people to think about that all of us, all living things, we are energetic beings and our animals are energetic beings. There is an energy flow that gives life to all of our functions that sort of kickstarts our engines for us. And when we're born... Essentially, we are in balance and have open, flowing energy field. As life happens, so it could be working out too much and Mm -hmm. having sore muscles. It could be Mm -hmm. eating the wrong diet. It could be, as I say to people, too much sleep, not enough sleep, too much Mm -hmm. wine, not enough wine. (laughs) All those daily things um, that happen that can lead to blockages or something traumatic that would give you a big blockage. Right, right that we are these energy beings and having an open flow helps us to stay healthy, to helps us to cope with whatever's thrown at us. Many things, as I said, can lead to imbalances. So it's bringing about recognizing in your life what you can and can't change and using Jin Shin Jitsu as a self-help practice as well as your animals to keep yourself and them in balance, and life becomes beautiful. Wow. And the other thing is that healing means a return to the whole. It does not mean a cure. Sometimes people want a cure. Yes. Uh, That's a really good point. So healing is actually return to wholeness, or, or, you know, like you said, it's a wholeness. It's a sense of 
open flow in the in the energy flow of life, uh, connected, balanced, coping, resilient, adaptable. You know, um, that makes sense. Exactly. That's a really good point. Thank you. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed it, Robin. Thank you so much for bringing your love of animals and your love uh, and of your story. Uh, your story is so remarkable um, and inspiring, and I hope that everyone um, goes for it. Um, learn how to be open and in the flow. Um, so your your website again is energyeffects.ca. Yes. We've been talking with Robin Mackay. And is there anything else that they need to know, or is this, I think we about got it. <laughs> I think we about have it. Uh, okay. The biggest thing to remember is once you learn how to do this, the only thing you can do wrong is not do it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well said. <laughs> okay, Robin. Well, um, we'll stay in touch, and thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, go to valhart.com forward slash blog. And if you're someone who values a non-invasive, holistic solution to resolving problems with your dogs, cats, and horses, and you want better behaved, healthier, and happier animals, just go to my website at valhart.com to apply for a complimentary happy animal assessment session. And be sure and remember to look for my CDs on iTunes. Learning how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. So while you're there at my site, get my free Quick Start Animal Talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life.